I've kind of I've I've been I've been mucking around with my settings for a bit to try and get the best of it. So I'm going through a USB soundboard through my mixing board. So it's it's pretty. There's a lot of wires. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm just along for the ride. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a mic to a mixer board through USB to the computer, and. But, you know, because technically it does have the ability to do, like, headphones out for monitoring. Um, yeah. Yeah. As a result, it likes to pretend that it's the system speakers. And then I don't hear anything. Until that sounds I about right. Until I change everything from default values. Oh, well. <laughs> because, yeah, I kind of had it all, uh, all set up beforehand, so I didn't have any default values. But it did. I had to, I had to remove all of them. So. All right. Hello there, Scouting Stuff listeners. This week, uh, Colin and I were not able to put together a recording session, which is unfortunate because we wanted to talk about um, (laughs) work-life balance or scouter life balance, as it were. But rather than talk... Oh, and I wasn't able to get together with Brian either. Well, at least not as of Wednesday evening when I'm recording this. But I do have with me a couple of very special guests, and we want to talk about another subject that's going to be immediately relevant or very soon relevant to scouts in Canada. And you know what? Actually, you U.S. listeners might get a little bit out of this too, because as I recall, we share at least between our two scouting movements, one fundraising method in common. So special guests. Hello there. Hello there. I'm, I'm so glad you were able to, uh, to join us for this because, you know, I find myself actually completely bereft of content this week otherwise. Oh, there's always something to talk about, right? I know. It's just lining up people. Oh, my gosh. We're excited. I'm excited to be here. I mean, I'm even staying up past my bedtime to do this. So, I mean, it's pretty important. Yeah. Well, not too awesome. many things, not too many things get scheduled past bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's awesome. I'm glad. Um, so I guess a good first step would be to have you both introduce yourselves because of course I can hear two of you on the call. Excellent. So I'm uh, scouter Mike and the beavers call me lightning and I'm uh, scouter Carolyn, also known as sunshine. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, uh, I am Tic Tac to my beavers. Excellent. It's, it's actually funny enough that when like, it's funny that, uh, I was out grocery shopping once. Uh, I was at Save on Foods or whatever. And I'm just standing in line paying for whatever I was buying that day. I don't even remember what. But there was a display of Tic Tacs, the candies, uh, just right by the pin pad. And this little kid in line just gets like completely excited. He's like, Mom, Tic Tac, Tic Tac. And I turn around. I'm just like, It's, it's always enough. it's always fun when you're when you're shopping or heading out somewhere and they're like sunshine sunshine. Yeah, that's good too. <laughs> yeah, I think my best one we had um my brother had volunteered and his name was Hawkeye, and yes. for for well and if friends of the forest you would understand Hawkeye is a bird like hawk ah ah and I yeah. like what you see a Hawkeye. For the whole year we had one of our beavers thought that his name. And the mom was convinced, hot, like 
oh my goodness, you're a hot looking guy. And (laughs) (laughs) so for the whole year, they called him hot guy, guy. which kind of sounds like hot guy. (laughs) And then in the thank you card, it literally says, thank you, hot guy. So now now when we introduce him, we have to make like the hot, I like you see, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. (laughs) Nice. I like that. I'm totally using that on my Hawkeye because he's the leader of my other colony. It's awesome. Actually, he's a listener to the podcast. Shout out to Corey. And uh, yeah, you are now hot guy. I'm totally sharing that with the other scouts. (laughs) It totally makes it fun, right? Like the poor mom was so embarrassed. And my brother may have turned a new shade of red. But I found the pure enjoyment in, in sharing this story multiple times to embarrass him. So shout out to Mark. There Hot we go. <laughs> awesome. That is, that is just great. Ah, the fun of being scouters. And you know, it's funny how those nicknames do kind of become like another name. Like you really respond to them, especially if you've had them for a few years. Absolutely. Exactly. Everything. I am sunshine. I'm like, go to work functions. And people are like, I've known you. And they're like, Let, "What you're Carolyn?" I'm like, "Okay, so if I said sunshine, would that mean anything to you?" Like, "Oh my God, it's sunshine! It's, it's like a whole nother identity." It is. It is. It is. It truly is. But it's a fun thing. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. Now. That wonderful intro aside, though, we're not here to talk about um, friends of the forest and and scooters, <laughs> are we? No. We're going to talk about popcorn, which will lead to all these amazing scouting stories and adventures that can be had through a very successful popcorn campaign. That's right. And I mean, I think for anyone uh, at least listening in the United States, uh, because I know we do have a number of U.S. listeners, the popcorn campaign or the idea of selling popcorn as a means of fundraising for scouting is not going to be one that is for. And I can recall being on work trips to like Kentucky and actually, you know, very, it's, it's actually almost a different paradigm there in a sense, because in Scouts Canada, of course, we don't have the popcorn, usually don't have the popcorn physically with us to sell to people. We go door to door and we take orders and then they get their popcorn a few weeks later. Um, but I can recall like walking into Walmarts in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, and there's the local scout group with their table right outside the door. And they are just selling boxes of popcorn. Amazing. Yeah. It's wonderful. We actually now have the abilities that groups can pre-order popcorn for show and sells. So if they have a big event coming up where it could be a local fair or a local event and they can have a tent or a booth, they can actually sell popcorn right on the spot and reap all the benefits as well as all of our great customers get to experience the wonderful taste of popcorn and knowing that their purchase helps to send a kid or a scouting youth on a great adventure. Well, you know How what? rewarding. You know what? I want to poke into that a little bit more because I actually think that's a really great thing and I might even be tempted to do that with my scout group. But before we do that, um, in addition to being your scouting selves and your beaver scouter selves, do you have an official role within sort of the uh, the popcorn scheme within Scouts Canada? 
Yes. So we, uh, after after a fair amount of buttering up, <laughs> we've uh, 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 har, har, har. Um, we've don't uh, worry, we have more where they oh, came there's from. There's tons more. There's tons more. Why does scouting um, humor overlap with dad humor so much? <laughs> it's true. They're they're, they're just <laughs> popping out of us. <laughs> oh. So uh, we've we after much buttering up, we've uh, taken on the roles, volunteer roles of uh, council popcorn coordinators for Battlefields Council. All right. And where's Battlefields Council, just so we're clear? So, uh, southwestern Ontario. So, we're from Niagara Falls, Fort Erie, all along Lake Erie, up into Brant, Hamilton, and coming back down that way. So, southwestern Ontario, seven councils. I mean, seven areas, yeah. All righty then. So, in those roles, so what do those roles do? What do you, I get, would it, would it be not unfair to say you are the, uh, the popcorn kernels? Absolutely. We, we are. I, I, I kind of do what Mike tells me to do, um, and what's kind of left over. <laughs> <laughs> He's All shaking right. his head no, but <laughs> sometimes we're going to give him this illusion because later sure. I'm going to give him a whole list what I need him to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, we've, nice. uh, uh, so we kind of take the, the, the campaign that's being produced nationally and we communicate those goals and build excitement to our area kernels. And then in turn, our hopefully our area kernels are taking it to our group kernels. And that goes down to the section scouter level and eventually the youth. So we are kind of in a long, a long chain of, of volunteers like most, um, like most scouting initiatives. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, you make it sound like a very gradual process, but at least in my experience of popcorn campaigns, it tends to be something that happens, you know, like fairly quickly. Um, I mean, I know we're starting up our 2017, 2018 meetings in a, uh, a couple of weeks here. And um, I know our, I guess now former group commissioner, because he just took the area commissioner job. Hi, Glenn. Um, <laughs> but you know, like he had all of the popcorn um, materials at his place. So all the uh, little, well, you know, we should get into that actually. Because yeah, so so that's the year, um, popcorn's very different in Scouts Canada, isn't it? It's very different. So and 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 it's, it's actually moving very rapidly. So before we took the position uh, on the council level, um, the actual incentives were already delivered at the area level. And this is going back to the I don't know if people will most likely remember the end of the last campaign. There was a survey that went out to um, basically all volunteers, youth and parents. And uh, that survey was very well conducted and very well um, communicated back to Scouts Canada, and they have taken a lot of steps from that survey to really redevelop the popcorn program right down to from the incentives all the way up and back down again. Uh, so the whole program has kind of changed quite a bit. It, it certainly has. I mean, I've only seen like very cursory bits of it. So uh, which, you know, by all means too, like feel free to not spare us any details. Um, because like I say, like I was at our group committee meeting and he had a lot of the materials there. We got to look at the uh, the order form and like what products are available this year and some of the little, you know, like the pins and everything else that are being given out. But um, but yeah, wow, like right. a complete revamp of it, the program. And I, 
And I think that's it. And I think what the one of the key messages that we're hoping to share is um, National actually took the time to reach out to the scouting youth and to f- discover what is important to them, what would make a successful popcorn campaign, and how can they revamp it to ensure it really reflects the youth interest and drive. I mean, after all, we have the new Canadian Path program, and as a national team, they're using that same fundamentals in the Canadian path of plan, do, review, and youth-led, and they've now built that into popcorn nationwide uh, to be able to do that. So a lot of our respondents had indicated through some of their feedback that, you want to what, like 49% of our groups last year didn't even set a sales goal. So how can you encourage youth to sell popcorn or to fundraise when they don't even know what they're fundraising for, what great adventures, right? So starting right out that no matter what you're doing, you need to set a plan. What what do we want to achieve and how are we going to go about in doing so? So, And we found that those groups that did make a goal had very successful campaigns. So really working from there and going forward. Right. Um and I think that may have been, like, I know within our group, we never really framed it, at least not at the beaver and the cub level so much. We didn't really frame it in those terms. Um, maybe maybe our scouts did. I don't have a lot of insight into that um, because I don't, I'm not currently a scouter at that level. But, yeah, it did seem like, well, I mean, but, you know, like, that's kind of always been my experience of the popcorn campaigns, right? Even when I was a youth member selling mm-hmm. popcorn door-to-door is that, you know, it's like, I understand at some level that this is helping raise money so that the group as a whole can do whatever it's going to do. But right. yeah, you're right. I don't necessarily feel I have a personal stake in that. And we found through our own personal successes and just doing some trial that most of our supporters of popcorn, though, so our friends and our family and our neighbors that are purchasing popcorn, have a better likelihood of supporting a scouting youth if they know why they're fundraising, they can answer to say, you want to know what? I am selling popcorn because our group is planning on going to a local jamboree or a camp or we're working on purchasing, building. We're going to buy all new tents, tents so we can do this amazing adventure, right? They're like, I can get behind that. I can donate $20 or $30 to buy popcorn to help you get to help get you to camp. And well, I think it also. Oh, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I was gonna say it. It also kind of helps in, in the youth's mind when they're when they're making that sale. If they have something tangible to really say what it's for, when they have, if it's not a financial goal that they have in mind, like like a hundred dollars or, or three hundred dollars, if it's if it's something real, right? That's that's part of their incentive. Part of their incentive for selling that popcorn is the trip to the Halliburton Scout Reserve or Camp and Pesa, or you know they they know what they're end goal is and their adventure so funding their adventure through popcorn as opposed to having a a dollar figure that that might not necessarily mean a lot to them yeah and i guess in a way it should have been more intuitive because like i mean i can watch my kids love despicable me right and you know Mm -hmm. even though it's even though the three little girls in that movie are in a very unfortunate circumstance you know they're going door to door selling cookies you know with a very specific goal in mind you know for their their i guess orphanage or wherever they're living um, and it's like, on the one hand, what you're saying sounds so intuitive. And on the other hand, it hasn't really been done, <laughs> at least. Not yeah. And, and, and I think and, and the, 
the incentive program behind it in in previous what had a focus that wasn't necessarily on that adventure i mean there was there was gift cards or or even um you know, branded merchandise or, or things of that nature. The, the youth don't necessarily look at, I need to get this extra, you know, $20 because I'm looking to get a water bottle or I can get a gift card. Right. Or actually the um, um, the feedback that, that we had in the survey, and I've got some numbers, but I'm just trying to find where, where it ended up being in there. Maybe Sunshine remembers Yeah. Uh, nope, keep going. Right. Oh, there it was. Right there. So, and in fact, that through the survey, um, the, the, the data that was collected that 45% of the respondents indicated that prizes incentives, such as a gift card or some gizmo, is not important to them at all. Mm-hmm. And 21 said it was a little bit. So when you add those two numbers together, 66% of youth participating in popcorn really didn't care if they received a $10 Canadian Tire gift card well, to go purchase whatever they want to do. Well, right. There you go, exactly. Because you want to know what? $10 doesn't get you very much a Canadian Tire. Because no, you got to then incentivize... Yeah, you got to incentivize mom and dad to go spend a few more dollars to get you the really cool toy that you really do want, right? <laughs> right. But if you know that you have an opportunity to have your voice, whether you're a beaver or right through to rovers on how you're going to put your profits from popcorn to use because our beavers have the ability to tell us what type of adventures they would like. And we need to make sure as scouters that if they achieve that ability to do so or raise the funds to make that adventure happen, we need to really sell that up because it's going to be those two connection pieces. I went out and I sold popcorn, I raised funds, and now I get to go do this amazing adventure. And next year they're going to go, oh, you want to know what? If I put a bit more effort into it, we can go on a week camp or we can go here or maybe we can instead of being in our own country, our own province, we can go to a different province or internationally, right? The possibilities are truly endless. Yeah. Um, well, and that's kind of the core of it, right? Is because people join scouts for a very particular reason, right? They want to go on adventures. And I think the Canadian Path program is a wonderful thing. It's a godsend in that respect because, you know, it's it's very focused on that, right? And it's very focused on letting the youth define the adventures they want to go on. And now, you know, sort of taking the popcorn program and reframing it in this way that makes it, again, about enabling those adventures or enabling the really ambitious adventures. Like, I think that is, my hope would be that's going to get more buy-in from the youth. Um, And And certainly I think that's our hope as well. I mean, I joined scouting so we can ensure that youth can go on great adventures because as scouters, we get as much fun. If not, we, if not, we have more fun than the youth and great experience and rewards and opportunities by doing so. I did not join or volunteer to be a scouter so I can become an expert fundraiser. <laughs> I would much rather put all of my energy into one dynamic popcorn campaign and say, perfect. Now we have all the funds that we need to run an amazing program for the year. And I don't have to say week to week to parents, oh, we would like to go on a camp and it's $30 this weekend and it's $40 next weekend. We can say, you want to what? Thank you for your efforts in doing an amazing popcorn campaign. 
we now are going to have an amazing scouting year where we're not always looking to the parents to cash in or write another check or another donation or participate in additional fundraisers. Mm. Or even if you are looking to them to, you know, contribute some money, it's going to be the difference between, you know, well, all right, like it's a weekend camp and the total cost to the group is going to be north of $80 a head. But you know what? Like you chip in 15. Exactly. Exactly. And, and having the youth have the say on what it, what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think some, I think sometimes those are the, those are the keys and those are the wins, right? It's let's get, let's focus on the important stuff and popcorn allows us to do that. And we need to remember that popcorn doesn't only bring benefits at the group level, but there are benefits at our national level, right? Popcorn helps to bring in revenue for national to encourage that no one left behind funds and that youth who may not be able to participate due to financial barriers, we have the resources so we're not turning anybody away or we're not having registration fees continually skyrocketing. So Popcorn supports Scouts Canada all the way through the organization. Definitely. And I know in my group, we benefited from that. We have uh, at least two youth that I can think of and actually probably more um, that are NOLB youth. Um, And I mean, like, great to have them in the program. Absolutely wonderful that they get this opportunity uh, when they otherwise might not have had it. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of that does come out of the popcorn program. You're absolutely right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But there are so we actually there's some sorry, uh, there's some really great uh, incentives and rewards that youth can earn. And I know that Scooter Mike is so excited <laughs> because it's his goal to earn all seven of them prior to me. So I know that we're excited to talk about each of the buttons that youth can earn. I think well, we're, t- we're currently tied at the moment, Carolyn and I, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because I actually did want to step through that. So, um, And like you've already alluded to some of the reward programs that have been in place in previous years, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it was like gift cards or scout bucks was, you know, another thing like uh, gift certificates, Mm -hmm. basically redeemable at scout shops for whatever. Um, And of course, there were crests as well. Um, As I recall, actually, last year's crest was a bit controversial because it was split up into so many like subcomponents and some of them were actually like really, really difficult to earn. Um, or it was like really, really difficult to earn them all. I know several youth did, um, but you know, like just given some of the crests, some of the qualifying criteria for the crests, it was like, oh, you missed it by that much. Um, there, there was certainly a lot of angst I saw vented on Twitter about that. So, so this, so this year's program, this year's we've different. kind of got the seven, seven buttons that we've, we've, um, Already, they've already been delivered yep, uh, nationwide. Them. So um, the really cool thing is, so you get a lanyard when you participate in the popcorn program. So there's not enough lanyards for every youth that's registered, but every participating youth in popcorn. And the first step, just like the Canadian path, is to make a plan. So there's a, a cute little fox wearing some uh, some glasses, and the youth will make a plan for how much they want to raise um, or it even could be for even what they're raising money for um, and once they've done that they've made a plan they get their lanyard now they're they're you know registered or they're participating in popcorn okay so that's the, the definition next, of participating yeah yeah so um, 
and then at that point they can get their their lanyard now different councils might be doing it across we've kind of recommended it in our council to maybe just pin that fox and the lanyard right off the get-go um, and maybe even the next one as well because the next one is is a pretty easy uh, um, uh, button to earn as well which is the first sale mm. so you've got the fox when you've made a plan a sailboat after that for when you've made your first sale mm-hmm. and you can pin these on the lanyard or pin them on a blanket or whatnot and then once you've got those two now you're really now you're really going strong Definitely. so the next the next button after that um i mean there's a bunch of them here now that can come in a bunch of different orders um so we've got uh some rabbits so this is when you've sold one of each uh, nice. or one of each one of each category one of each product does that and include then, the military donation yes it would yes okay. it would um, and we'll talk about each of the products maybe a little bit later on so people will have an idea of some of the wonderful popcorn they can purchase. That's a good idea because there's one in particular I want to gush about just a tiny little bit. I was going to say, I think there's, there's two that my kid really wants. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, 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 the next are the kind of the rabbits. So the, you've got the, the rabbits are sold one of each. Um, presumably after that, you're going to fill a sheet. So looking at the order form, I've got one in front of me here. So that's placing 30 orders. Um, and that's a big wham. It's a kind of a yellow button, very comic booky. Um, after that, I'm going to say the next one's going to be the llama with the cool sunglasses. And this is a weekly top performer. And I'm really, I'm really liking this button because it's even at the national level, there's no criteria for it. So there was a, at the group level, they were given one per each week of the campaign. So there's four llamas per group, and it's the group that can decide what the criteria for that weekly winner will be, or the weekly um, um, weekly top performer. So that performance might be strictly in sales, highest sales volume. That could be the most enthusiastic seller. That could be... Section specific or not section specific. You could focus it on beavers one week, cubs the next, vice versa. Um, it's really up to the groups to really know. And this is kind of where that incentive program really dives into the Canadian path because it's it's it really the flexibility is, is there to do anything. So as the youth are, are deciding their adventures, we also, as scouters across the country, we know our individual youth best in our group. So we can decide what's going to incentivize them and what kind of what kind of sellers they might be, and we can push them with the with that llama button on a weekly basis. Now, oh. before we move on from the llama, yeah, there's a question that comes to mind um, almost immediately in terms of you know, or like when you describe it the way that you did, is that how? What are some ways that a group can? track that data right um like is this a case of where we should encourage parents to report to us well i mean for the younger youth it would be parents for the older youth i suppose it could be the youth themselves but you know is this a case of where we should encourage parents and or the youth to like be um touching base with the scouter team on a weekly basis saying you know hey i did this much or hey i did this neat thing to sell popcorn or are there some and, other tracking methods that are available to us? 
Well, certainly, and I would think each of the group popcorn kernels would appreciate um, on a weekly basis youth that have a full sheet or are actively selling and want to hand in their their order form. Um, I know that the group popcorn kernels would probably appreciate that because all this data information has to go into the trails in system in order to generate the order so it can be shipped to us that we can then in turn get it to our customers. Um, but really, a lot of that is going to be dependent upon how the section scouters and the youth determine what are the criteria for that weekly top performer and how are you going to set that out. So is that you want to what bring in your popcorn sheet every week. We're going to maybe talk about how's it going and encourage that participation and reminder about those adventures through your weekly meetings. Perhaps it could be through Scout Tracker where parents are sending an email or, or, or youth are sending an email email saying you want to know what we're doing really well so I think it's going to be uh, unique for every single group and how they're going to manage that and how much time they have to dedicate to who's coming out to each meeting to get that data and using the plan do review process as well you can be doing your plan do review on a four-week campaign but you can also do it on a weekly basis so you can start your week with a plan do it for the week and then check back and do your review at the next meeting night where you're saying, well, hey, I really wanted to do, you know, $100 in four weeks. And so if I do $25 a week, then I can make my goal. But if you're checking back every week, you can kind of make adjustments to that goal. Maybe you've already done $100 in the first week and already made your goal and you might have to reevaluate to go higher. So checking in on a weekly basis with popcorn for the, the short albeit very short campaign, is probably a great way to making sure that the youth are kind of reaching and, and progressing towards the goal that they've set for themselves. Fair enough. I like that. Hmm. All right. So that was Llama. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we've filled a sheet. We've, we've, hopefully we've, we're the weekly top performer in, in one of the weeks. Uh, the next step is you're going to reach your goal. So there's a great big purple pow that says you've reached your goal and, and very excited for everyone, hopefully to reach that level. And then the last one is the top seller. So the, I really like this one because they tell you, you're on fire. And it's a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> and how appropriate, because today appropriate. is Very Toast nice. Marshmallow so Day. Scary. Yeah, exactly. As we're, as we're recording this, today is National, uh, or national Toast it's or Marshmallow, marshmallow day. day. Oh, it so. is too, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. I, I, a oh, national I holiday. I should light a fire in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably advise probably, against yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, Do you have a balcony? Maybe you can find an app somewhere. Um, so that one, that one's going to be the coveted one. The top seller button went out one per group. Um, so that's going to be right across all sections. And, and that one is a sale. So that's the highest, the highest selling youth in the, in the group. I have a pretty good inkling of which youth is going to win that in my group, but. Oh, you never know. That's true. That's exactly. True. You never do happen. know. So the other the other part of the incentive program. So the buttons are the the buttons and the lanyards are the are really the the absolute core of popcorn this year. It's it's the make your make your goal and and go for it. Whether that goal is financial, whether that goal is an adventure, or or both. Um, and then the the buttons are really just a way to help youth keep on track in in small ways as they kind of progress through the the hopefully all seven buttons. 
and um, to and to motivate them because these rewards are instantaneous. They're hopefully being handed out from week to week to week during the popcorn campaign. So it really helps to encourage you to say, you want to know what? Like, oh my goodness, look, Billy, Billy got his. I want mine. Like I'm going to work really hard next week so I can earn my I've reached my goal or I fill the sheet because I want to have all the buttons like Billy does. It's- well, you know, that's totally how it's going to work too. I mean, last year was the first year that we had the personal achievement badges for beavers. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. You know, once that first kid earned his, or I think in my case it was hers, um, it was an avalanche. It was an absolute, oh, it absolutely yeah, was. It absolutely. Well, I think we sold the scout shop out of Creative Beaver a few times. <laughs> yeah, Creative was a big one. Creative was a big I, one, I, definitely. Yeah, I, I really like Chef Beaver. I mean, every week we had a snack because That's they true. brought in. I yeah. know, right? Oh my gosh, so many cookies and, and squares, <laughs> and oh, it was wonderful. But it shows that that instantaneous, right? They made a plan. They did their plan. They did the review they receive their their badge, their reward. It's the same incentive that has been proven successful last year through the launch of the badges for beavers of the personal, pro- the progression badges is that this motivates the youth, right? So popcorn has learned through the successes of the Canadian path, what works and has applied it to the campaign. So at the moment you reach your goal or that level, you receive your incentive prize, which is important to the youth. And I know there's a few scouters that are disappointed that scouters are not eligible for the buttons. It's true. It's true. There, there have been a few tears. <laughs> there's a few people who are upset that scouters aren't eligible for the OAS for that matter. But, you know. It is what it is. I know Mike is very sad that he's, you know, probably could earn all seven badges or <laughs> buttons, but will not probably get the marshmallow one. No. And now next year when his daughter is a beaver, well, then I'm sure he will, you know, steal hers. But that, that's, <laughs> that's a year away. Exactly. I don't know. There, there's something fun, though, about like, you know, still being able to credit it all to your kids, right? I mean, like, I know my kids, you know, they did the door-to-door thing last year, too, but equally... Um, I had order forms for both of them just sitting at my desk at my office. And it was, you know, like I sent out an email and I mean, I work in a lab full of geeky people, uh, uh, or I did, I mean, I've, I've switched, actually, I'm still in, uh, an environment full of, you know, intensely computer focused geeky people and, um, having the ability to take popcorn, popcorn payments with the square reader. That's like an instant sale in that environment, you know, people, cause they're just like, Ooh, you mean that? Your phone can take my credit. I have to try this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to put a pin in that because I want to have a conversation about that because we haven't done Square and and I really want to, to kind of get your experiences with that. But I've got to... I've got to talk about the one last part of the incentive program. So there's the buttons and and that's kind of every youth participating. There's also a really large incentive for our really top achievers. So if... If a youth reaches the $2,500 mark in their sales, there are two things that that they are entered into. The first of which is a scholarship, the popcorn scholarship. Okay, and that's, that's not a new – that's not new. That's definitely mm-hmm. still there. Um, so – and that's – if they've reached that level once, they're in the popcorn scholarship. And any popcorn sales they make in other years as they progress through the the, the Scouts program, uh, 6% of their total sales will count towards the, the, the scholarship. So they don't have to oh, make wow. that $2,500 every year. 
but they have to make it at least once. So if if you're a beaver aged youth, if you're you know five six seven, and you'd make that two thousand five hundred dollar once, six percent of all your popcorn sales until you're a rover go into that scholarship. So that's kind of a really really awesome. That is awesome cool. incentive I like that. part of things, right? That is phenomenal. I'm a little sad that when I was in scouting, they did not have this incentive because when you're going through post-secondary education, your focus should be on obtaining your education and not having to work to pay your way through post-secondary education, right? So what a great way all the way through scouting, doing great adventures you love, that you're actually paying for your post-secondary education, it's a cool thing. It's a win-win. I like the sound of that, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, and the other thing that's new for this year at that $2,500 level, so the, the scholarship is one thing. The next part of it is uh, an adventure club, the Scout Popcorn Adventure Club. Go on. Which is, I'm super excited for this, and I'm not <laughs> eligible as a scouter. Oh. Um, I know, I know. Uh, but there's a, a, a quarterly gearbox that's going to be shipped directly to the youth throughout the year. And oh it's... Yeah, so and each each box, so there's four of these boxes. Each box is going to be worth $150 worth of gear that's going to be kind of universally age appropriate. You know, so there sorry. is um or sorry, go on, go on. I was going to say there's 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 a sample box, so the the USB card that was shipped out to all of the area kernels. Yes, I did see um, that. So it, on that USB, there is a, there's a one pager about the Adventure Club, and it kind of has a, a, a picture of what a box could be. So there's kind of a Scouts Canada Nalgene water bottle. Um, there's a, a, like an inflatable pillow, a life straw, a headlamp, kind of some mess kit, um, paracord survival bracelet. So some really cool, some cool kind of outdoor adventure, scouty kind of materials in a gearbox. Yeah. So with $150 in value over four quarters that you get the box shipped, that's like $600 in like scout merch that is, uh, uh, that can be used presumably on the adventures that you're funding for. Nice. And sorry, what's the threshold to qualify for that one again? That was the, the 2,500. So oh, it's the same. So, so you get okay, entered so into the, yeah, you get the scholarship or you get entered into the scholarship and you're also for the next, you know, every season going to be getting a, a cool box of cool stuff. Well, you know, I got to admit, like, I mean, A, subscription boxers are all the rage right now anyways. Thanks, millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I, I have to admit, like, in my own, um, I don't currently subscribe to any, but uh, I've looked at many of them. Just, you know, because, I mean, like, there's subscription boxes for almost, <laughs> there's subscription boxes for just about everything, right? Like, the subscription box model has even been applied to, like, suits, and, and nice oh, yeah. dress shirts. Yeah, my but, Facebook feed is full of socks subscriptions. Yeah, and but just like literally like just about... I, don't, I only own one pair of colorful socks. Yeah, well, there you go. You could have more. It, it's like, almost like... It's almost like Christmas comes four times a year yeah. to the youth because they're not sure they know it's coming. Exactly. What's going to be in it, right? That whole surprise, like, how cool is this? This is going to come to my house. I'm going to get home from school one day and there's going to be a parcel with my name on it that's going to have cool stuff. And I can, like, I can just already it's see awesome. the excitement on their face as they're opening up the box and discovering all the new scouting tools that they now own and how can I, when can I use this? When is the next adventure that I'm going on that I can use this cool scouting tool to help, right? It's absolutely amazing. It's like, I want it. Yeah. (laughs) I want it too. Honestly, that was my first mercenary moments. I have actually thought that, you know what? 
if I need like another line of business to get into, I should totally like make a scouting subscription box. <laughs> but I love uh, it. Yeah, I love. It. There so is one apparently. Actually, it's out of the U.S., but there is one. Do they ship to Canada? I don't know. I haven't looked that far. But this oh. one is better because it's actually Scouts Canada merchandise. So it's it's way better. I yeah. mean, and you're going to be a few, of a few selected people that are going to earn this, right? Not everyone is going to earn the gearbox, right? So how cool to say you want to know what? I am one of a few hundred, maybe a few thousand that have earned the gearbox. Oh, I can't wait. It's awesome. I'm so excited. So that, and then, and I guess then the other the other leg that I want to touch on with incentives. So that's kind of the the national incentive strategy: the lanyards, the buttons, the adventure club, and the scholarship program. Right. The other thing that I think is really important to consider is is the the ability of just group incentives. Um, there are things that we can do at the group level that can really motivate youth that would maybe motivate them more than a scholarship. I mean, I could talk to my five-year-old about a scholarship, but it's going to go over her head mostly. But if I say that if she, you know, reaches her goal for a fundraiser, that, or her popcorn goal, then maybe she could pie sunshine in the face yeah, at the yeah, next we do camp. That too, actually. Yeah. Right. So like there's, there, we, we know at the group level what incentivizes and, and what kind of activities we're planning at a group or an area level that we can build some incentives in just in our programming that are no cost to a group and doesn't come out of anything, but really makes something special and memories for the youth as well. Mm -hmm. Like I really like the idea of maybe like the scouts, right? Developing their own incentive type program to from a week to week basis, or maybe it's versus a product, whoever sells the most product you want to what I don't have to do dishes at our next scout camp or Ooh. I will be served my meals as if I am oh. the king or queen, right? I am going to sit there and you will serve me my meals or do my dishes while I sit back and relax, right? There's so many different things, right? Or they can pick like what camp chore don't you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, you don't want to be the person that needs to go refill the water buckets because exactly. that hill is just too big to climb. for me. Exactly, exactly right exactly. like I love yeah, it. I love it. you're gonna hike my gear out oh it's gonna be <laughs> fabulous as i just have to stroll out of camp on sunday <laughs> and someone else is gonna call my gear oh. like can you these are incentives that really there's no cost to the group right your your creativity um, to imagine these are your only limitation right so to be able to put it out to the youth to say what what would motivate you and some youth that maybe have never sold popcorn before because they didn't get the right incentive, that may be the incentive to say, you want to know what? I'm going to the next scout, all, all section, all area camp, and I'm going to be the one. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting in the king's chair because I won. Nice. Yeah. Now, I guess just quickly, so, you know, it's clearly communicated um, for, for all and sundry. Um, because of course now we're getting into like September is next week mm -hmm. and some scout groups are going to be starting up next week. Um, I think our first meeting is the 11th. What is the timeline? So the national timeline, the national kickoff is September 25th for a four week campaign, which brings okay. you roughly to Halloween. All right. So that's actually good because like, I know like our first meeting is traditionally a big long hike. 
and then after that we kind of get down to you know the the nitty-gritty of weekly activities so that's good right because it actually gives i remember in previous years how you know we'd be at our first meeting we'd be wrapping up our opening excursion and here's our popcorn coordinator come to hand out forms and oh by the way we need the mid-october so it's actually good that it seems to have been pushed back a little bit i like that yeah, so and that's it, it kind of gives you uh, the ability to kind of land on your feet after a summer. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also, if there are new youth in your sections, I mean, we're all beaver colony scouters here. So we know new youth a lot. Um, but at some of the other sections as well, when you've got new youth, you don't want to all of a sudden say, okay, parents, here's popcorn. And this is why it's important. And this is it. Well, they don't even know the program yet. And especially because we're all kind of learning the Canadian path and, and implementing it now. We're introducing a badge program, the personal achievement badges, the personal progression badges, the outdoor adventure skills. There's a lot of new information for parents just on how our program works. Then couple that with, and we've got this fantastic scout tracker tool. Oh, and by the way, here's some popcorn order forms. September's a hard time. It is. So pushing it back into the later September time. I mean, with that being said, if groups have their order forms and they have, I mean, all the incentives are shipped, the order forms are there. If they're looking to fund a Halliburton Scout Reserve, which is a great, great camp in here in Ontario. And I think you were, you were talking in Pesa out your way. Yeah, in Pisa, it's a wonderful place. Pisa is a wonderful camp. So those are more expensive adventures that we can go on as scouts. So if you've got a high high uh, dollar goal in mind for a small scout troop four weeks might not be enough to sell popcorn so if you've got those sheets now open the floodgates and and do it with that being said i i have seen some things on facebook just to be respectful of different group boundaries um so that you're using kind of your traditional area and then also communicating very clearly the delivery dates that popcorn is is there so we are looking at i mean here at Battlefield, we're looking at delivery mid-November, mid to late November. Yeah, it's usually late November to like first week of December out here in Alberta. Exactly. So, I mean, if so, I mean, if you're going door to door in August or the first week of September, it's pretty clear that you've got to you've got to say like, okay, and, and it's going to be a great Christmassy time. You'll get it well before, but November is your your you know just so that we can manage expectations of yep. the customers who are buying the popcorn. Now, and I mean, like, it's good for another reason, too, that they've pushed it back. Because, you know, like you were talking about, you know, sitting down with the youth and setting these expectations, right? And it's just like, well, wait a minute. When am I going to do that? I'm just, ugh, gosh, I'm it, doing an exactly. opening yeah. hike. And I've already told parents about my opening hike. And, oh, my gosh, it's going to leave me three weeks to, oh, okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It, it, it gives you time to get to know the youth, get to know the parents, do a popcorn kickoff within your group, allow the kids to set their plan, talk to them about popcorn, popcorn etiquette, how to be safe when engaging in the popcorn campaign it's not oh the only thing i can do is send it home and then backtrack and do some follow-up so let's make sure that we have all of our plan laid out and a well laid out plan before we go ahead with an implementation or the do part so and then we're going to do our review so national has listened to us right they've done their plan do and review and they now have adjusted their plan for the next year. Which is, yeah, and it sounds awesome, and I like it. Um, so we need to talk about the pop, the product, right? Like, I mean, yes, we talked about all these totally great incentives. Talk about what all we are selling. So there are a total of 11 products that are being offered this year. Am I doing my math 
correctly? <laughs> yes. 11. So there are actual 10 products that you can physically consume. The 11th being the uh, popcorn for our troop uh, purchase in terms of that. Of those 11, five of those products are priced at the $20 or below mark. So very affordable, right? So when you're going out and we're talking to youth and my pitch always is you want to what would you like to make a donation to scouting in exchange? You can pick your popcorn level. So for $20, you can pick one of these products, right? For $40, you can get the cheese lover trio and behind or $30, you can get the salted caramel popcorn that comes in a beautiful tin, right? So there's a lot of different options depending upon um, our our customers and how they can support scouting. Yep. And I mean, there's, gosh, there's like two or three things I want to tease out of that. The first mm-hmm. is actually the military donation because, of course, that's been condensed. It's not like we used to have a gold tier and a silver tier, right? Uh, I don't can't remember what they were last year. I want to say 40 and 60, but I might be misremembering that. Um, but uh, that anyway, sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah, something, something in that ballpark at any mm-hmm. rate, or maybe 45, 65. I don't know. The point is there used to be two tiers, gold tier, more expensive, silver tier, less expensive. And the idea either way is that you're not buying popcorn for yourself or to give as a gift to someone else. You are essentially donating popcorn to Canadian forces, uh, whether that's here at home or overseas. Right. Um, but that's been condensed now. So there's just a single tier, which the price point for it is $30, $30. Perfect. 15 of which goes back to the group. Right. So it's a, it's a great win, right? You can support your local youth who is at your door, the, the group, get them out to their adventures. And you can also support our troops, whether, like you said, at home or abroad through some wonderful popcorn, $30. It's, it's, it's a feel good. It's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a small price to pay for a nice morale boost. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually used it. I've, I've, I'm, I'm guilty of going through a couple doors myself already. Um, and there's inevitably always somebody that says, well, listen, I've got, I've got $5 in my pocket. What? And, and they might not land themselves on the order form. But what I've, what I've done is I've kind of got a separate envelope in my envelope where I'm collecting the small change donations that don't quite make it to our popping corn level. But then once I reach that $30, then I can put that towards the popcorn for our troops. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm totally going to do that this year because, yeah, I've had lots of spare change donations as well in the past. Yeah, and it's always and it's always kind of like people say, you know, I don't like popcorn, or I've only got five dollars, and they do want to help, but they just it's there's there's and this is a nice way. That's kind of a nice way to get them onto that spectrum where they can help, but they don't necessarily need to spend all the way up to ten dollars to get you know something that they might not really want if they're not a fan of popcorn. Right. Absolutely. No, that's good. That's good. Um, personally, I know my wife and I are very happy to see the return of the chocolate popcorn. Oh, mm. it's very good. Which one, the chocolate year? lovers or the chocolate caramel? The uh, yes, but like the chocolate lovers was the box set, and that always existed. But I think it was the chocolate caramel was not available as a standalone product last year. Ah, I guess. I, uh, uh, you you would be correct because I as well was disappointed in not <laughs> being able to do that purchase last year from what my memory was and opted for uh, a different product, which was as good, but didn't really you know, meet all of my sweet tooth requirements. So like, I really like the caramel with the, with the nuts. 
Um, yes. Okay. But I'm also the only person in my household who can eat nuts. So yeah, when the chocolate well, there's, popcorn went missing, it was just there like, might be oh, a great option for you though. There, there might be a great butter, option for you this year because the, the new one. there's a new one. Yeah, there's a, the the new product this year is the salted caramel popcorn with sea salt. Right. Oh, there's salt because there was also oh maybe that was the last year product. I don't know. <laughs> sea salt caramel. Yeah, so there's a salted caramel popcorn. So it doesn't have the nuts that the caramel corn has. Mm. It's it's thirty dollars, and it also comes in a branded Scouts Canada sesquicentennial branded collector tin. So I like I I really think this one's going to be the the one that we just can't keep on the proverbial shelf. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a good one too. I'm sure my wife will go for that. Um, I got to admit, actually, the uh, we had I don't think it was the salted caramel. Um, but at our last group committee meeting, we had a handful of bags, um, might've been left over from last year's campaign, but there was one, it was like, I don't think it was caramel. It might've been like butter toffee or whatever. That, yes. that was definitely last yep. year's campaign, butter toffee, and butter it is toffee. not on the lineup okay. this year. Well, I was just going to say though, for those of you who like Chicago mix, the, the butter toffee plus the cheddar jalapeno mm-hmm. is a really, really kicking Chicago mix. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I guess the sea salt caramel would work just uh, just nicely in that same because we still have the cheddar jalapeno, as I recall. Yes, the cheddar cheese jalapeno is still there, and there's a little. I mean, at this level, we want to talk about the the cheese lovers trio, how that's going to be packaged, because mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little bit different. So last year, the cheese lovers trio came in that in the branded box, and then you opened up that box, and there was three white bags. Yes, and not particularly there was, exciting. Yeah, so a lot of the feedback we got was that people were buying the Cheese Lovers Trio because of the time frame of delivery that those were going out as stocking stuffers or as Christmas gifts. But you're not awesome. necessarily breaking it and giving all three bags to one person. Yeah. So this this year, all three of those products, the white cheddar, the yellow cheddar, and the jalapeno cheddar in that trio is going to be branded Scouts Canada popcorn. Ah. And instead of a box, they're going to come in a like a Scouts Canada bag. Okay, cool. Well, so that's a yeah, bit I think that's really to, uh, good, right? So that. if you're looking at supporting and then breaking that out to give to three different people as a little Christmas gift or a thank you gift, they're going to get a product that has the Scouts Canada branded yeah, right on their bag with the the pictures of the youth on the front and all that good exactly. stuff. Exactly, opposed to a plain white with bag. bag. White bag. Awesome. So, that's good. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's a really smart move. Um, to do that, right? Because again, depending on how people are spending their money and choosing it, uh, it I think that's a good move. It's going to be a good campaign. Yes, uh, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. personally looking forward to the classic trail mix. I am mm. definitely ordering myself <laughs> some of that and not even going to share it. Is that next Just, year? Yeah, the, yeah the, the trail mix is new. So it's uh, uh, so the description is a delectable the delectable blend of peanuts, chocolate buttons, raisins, almonds, and cashews. Om nom nom. Yeah, I know. it does look really good. And actually, that was what my my daughter, as soon as she saw the popcorn sheets, she said, "Daddy, I want this one and the unbelievable butter right underneath it." So that's <laughs> the, that's that's my order right there. There you go. There you go. I Obviously, I, I can get that for me, not for anybody else in my house, but. I'll probably get some. Oh, I totally have the label already ready. Carolyn's don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Buy your own, right? (laughs) Like uh, that will be known that when that comes in, if you would like some yourself, you should, you should order it because this is the one time that as a colony scouter, I will not be sharing. 
<laughs> With sharing, yeah. sharing. Well, except when it comes to, to mix. <laughs> um, Mike, you wanted to briefly return to the subject of square readers. Yeah, I, I was actually I, I was listening to the technology podcast you did, and I heard you had a little conversation there um, about that square reader, and my ears just instantly perked up. One of the um, one of the the supporting materials on the USB drive that was sent out is kind of a one pager on how to do Square, mm-hmm. and and I thought okay, and so I, I had a conversation with Emily, who's our national national contact, and and we kind of talked a little bit about the Square as well because I kind of like this is really could be very very useful, and and she said well it's not just useful it's extremely profitable because there's um, a portion of the square that is being waived as a kind of a partnership between square and scouts Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way well, square works is, I mean, obviously square has to make money. So they charge you a little bit on top of it. Like they charge you a little bit of every purchase that you make. Right. I think their normal rate is 2.75. Okay. Uh, yeah. 2.75% I think is their normal thing. And then for last year, the number I have in my head is 2.4. So they gave us a bit of a break. Not much, but a little bit. But equally, with Square, your first $100 is interest-free. Or is like, they, they don't charge you for that, right? So mm-hmm. your first $100, you get the full value. And then anything over $100, they take 2.4%. Um, it's up to each group to decide how to go about handling that. Um, I know one of the recommendations is just put a 2.4% bump on whatever you're charging someone for a square reader. Some groups may opt to make the decision to just eat that cost because it's relatively minor. Um, I think our group just says, you know what, we'll eat the cost, whatever. It's not a big deal. I think we, 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 we had a little bit of an audio issue on this end, so I didn't, we didn't quite catch that last bit. Okay. Um, anyways, I'll just quickly spin it again. The, so square, they take their 2.4 or whatever percent, right? Yeah. After the first $100. Yep. And different advice from different people that I've heard um, within scouting. Um, some advise, you know, uh, to put the 2.4% onto the cost of popcorn that you're charging clients or charging okay. customers. Um, sorry, clients, I'm, I'm on a work trip, so I'm just, <laughs> language is baked into my brain Sounds right good. Now. Sounds good. Um, you know, so if it's a $15, well, then it's 15 times 1.024, whatever that mm-hmm. comes out mm-hmm. to. Um, some groups may just opt to eat the cost. I think that's what our group did last year, you know, because it's relatively minor. Yeah. Um, but either way, like Square does take a little bit of, of the money that is brought in. Now that said, setting up Square and using Square is ridiculously easy. Um, I actually went to Staples and bought a Square reader. I was foolish in doing so because the minute I signed up for a Square account, they sent me one anyways. No charge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so just sign up for a Square account. If you're going to do this, just sign up for a Square account. Go and do it right now. It's free and they'll send you a reader. Um, once you've done that, once you've got the Square reader in your hand, it's just an app on your phone, iOS or Android, and you can start taking payments. But the catch is you need somewhere to send those payments. Now, Hopefully, your group treasurer 
is as trusting and as forthcoming as my group treasurer is because she happily let me know the transit and routing and like all the information I needed to know to just have Square deposit directly into our group general account. And then she, you know, so, and Square is actually, they automate this, right? So once I, you know, basically I take payments in and then at the end of the week or whatever their timeout threshold is, they just dump whatever money I've collected into the group general account. And it shows up as a line item, you know, when she goes back and does like her monthly reviews of expenditures. It's like, oh, these line items, what's this? Oh, right, that's the square payments for popcorn. And then, you know, at the end of the day, when we submit our group popcorn order, it's just one big check from the general account and the money's already right there. So really exciting for this year. So Square and Scouts Canada have now got a partnership together. So for every registered Square user, not every group, every kind of every youth or everybody with a smartphone that registers using the 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 link, the first fifteen hundred dollars doesn't have a fee. That is the way to do it, my friends. So essentially it means I mean unless unless the youth is taking more than fifteen hundred dollars in not in sales, but in MasterCard payments or in Visa MasterCard payments using the Square Reader, potentially their entire popcorn campaign won't be subject to any of those square fees that is the way to do it oh my gosh and i mean so and 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 and, and like i said it's not that's not even at the group level so it's not like the yeah, first fifteen hundred dollars of the group it means that i can sell up to fifteen hundred dollars with my square reader carolyn can send or spell, sell fifteen hundred dollars on her square reader and the group doesn't have to worry about the 2.65 percent and where and who yeah. and who takes it it just put the price of the popcorn into the square reader and and that's what's going back to everybody Nice. And you know, th- phenomenal. One of the reasons that I got the Square Reader is because I'm guilty of this too. You know, like I live in, um, I live in you know one of those communities that's been voted like one of the best for families, and there's tons of families, and there's lots of schools, and lots of youth organizations, and mm-hmm. teams, and whatever else, and people are always coming to my door fundraising for this, that, or the other thing, and as much as possible, I try to support them. But the amount of times that I actually have like a dollar bill of any sort in my wallet. Exactly. Is it is minimal. Zero. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. what I happens is we have all cash. these little young people and <laughs> I don't know what it is. Instantaneously know there's a paper bill in that wallet. They need it for something else. Right. It just sucks right out of it. Well, it's not even <laughs> so, that. Like I've just gone almost completely paperless. If I have cash in my wallet, way. it's probably Sunday and I'm probably headed to mass. Um, exactly. <laughs> that's, you know, kind of the extent of it. And I pay for almost everything on card, right? Usually yeah. my yep. debit card, occasionally my visa, but just about yep. everything is either off my phone or a piece of plastic in my hand. And I, I feel really bad, you know, when I, like people come to the door and they're just like, Hey, you know, my team's trying to raise money to go to this tournament in wherever it is, California or something. And it's just like, I literally like there, if I scrounged my entire house, I could probably give you 75 cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, I feel really so, bad about that. And so, so this is a great incentive, right? I mean, exactly. here you go. Here's the square reader. Um, 
they're not writing a check and then waiting for the youth to hand that check into the group scouter. Uh The group scouter has to turn it into the treasurer. The treasurer has to take it to the bank and a month has gone by and that customer is going, when are you going to cash my check? Because I'm going to spend that money if it's not there. Right. And I'm like, who writes checks anymore? I think I've had the same checkbook for 10 years because I write one check a year. Funnily yeah. enough, I got a check at the door like three days ago. <laughs> it it might have been for my grandma because she maybe, still writes maybe. checks. Yeah, but, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, say, the rest of us, right? Great grandfather. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, checks are almost so foreign nowadays as well, right? Do you accept them? Do, do you not accept them? It's the square is the way to go, right? We live by plastic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and I and and the credibility side of things square has a name that that i at least i i mean at least i recognize it i mean i'm a little bit more technology savvy than than most i think but still not not a lot um but you the know, square reader you can buy it at staples and they you know it comes up in in some of my social media feeds so i'm aware that they exist well you know i go by farmers markets actually that's kind of my barometer yeah for like yeah. social acceptance of this kind of payment technology and I mean, I was just at the St. Albert Farmer's Market and still not like majority adoption, but probably at least, I would say 30% of the kiosks, maybe 40%, I could have paid by card, right? Yep. And this yep. is like, I'm- you know, some, uh, you know, like it's a, it's a guy who makes kettle, uh, like kettle cooked popcorn in like Leduc, Alberta, or like someone who has a, a vineyard out near like Two Hills, right? Mm-hmm. You know? I can pay you with card? Sure. This works yep. for me. Awesome. Let's yep. do this. Perfect. Yep. My wife's a photographer, and with us having young kids, we just live mom-to-mom sale. And so we, we, we see them around because, I mean, the Sensi representatives and, I mean, there's a lot of independent consultants out there that are using Square as kind of the, the primary form of payment. So I like that, I like that we can kind of – we have a technology option. Um, and going back with what you said in that uh, in that technology podcast, sometimes we have to use technology in our program so that we can leave technology behind when we do the program. Yeah, well, that's exactly it, right? And I mean, <laughs> like, especially now because it's it, it's an interesting time to you know really be trying to design programming in general, anyways, right? Because there's I don't want to say competing because I don't think they necessarily need to compete. And I intend to prove this in October with the next Joda Jody thing that my group does. Oh, I am down for Joda Jody. Hopefully, hopefully by that time, our hut will have Wi-Fi, mm. and and we could probably we could get together like a jamboree on the net well, event. I got to admit, I'm totally stealing from some Australian scouts that we were talking with last year. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's summer in Australia when Joda Jody happens, so they can get away with mm-hmm. you know awesome. going to a beach. But they did. They actually were like having a camp on a beach and they had a big mobile hotspot and they were just, you know, they had a handful of like laptops or whatever. And then if they got bored of talking online, they just went and swam in the ocean or whatever they were doing. Um, Fantastic. Very cool. I know. Wonderful, right? Well, it's middle October. It's probably going to be pretty darn not beach weather in Alberta. (laughs) Um, I mean, I got married on October 20th and it was not snowy but it was bitterly cold even so it's yeah. definitely not beach weather yeah, it's not beach weather but camp woods one of the two main scout camps in alberta has yes. s- wi-fi at most awesome. of its lodges uh that was put in actually as a result of a guiding mosaic that was held there and they needed that to support one of the tech the, the tech components of that program but anyways 
I figure I'll get a couple of lodges, like a couple of the cabins at Camp Woods. And one will be for like kitchen and meals. But the other one will be, because I have a bunch of like little low-powered Intel Atom workstations sitting in yep. my basement. Uh, so one will be like, you know, the kitchen and whatever else, the mess hall. And the other will be the computer lab. And the youth will, you know, they can just come in, they can sit down, they can chat online, IRC. But then if they don't want to do that, well, we're at Camp Woods. So let's go and do something else. You know, we'll go on a hike. I think we've lost you on obstacle. audio here. Oh, no. Did we lose audio? We can, we can hear you, but it's, I think it might be the, the hotel internet. Oh, well, it is kind of terrible. What can you do? I've only found two hotels in all of Alberta that have good internet speed. <laughs> hey, okay, you're back. There yeah. we go. Sounds but anyways, yeah, long story short, you know, we'll go to Camp Woods. They can talk online. If they get bored of talking online, we're at Camp you're Woods. We're at Camp Woods. <laughs> exactly. There's obstacle courses Perfect. or climbing wall or we'll just go on a hike or whatever, right? Like, Fantastic. Uh, lots of options. Yeah, that's just fantastic. So, but anyways, you know, the point is, you know, like we're we're simultaneously encouraged to, you know, embrace the outdoors and the scout craft and the camping and you know everything that's captured in the OAS. But Scout STEM is a hashtag that Scouts Canada regularly uses. Absolutely, so absolutely. And know, I, well, I think at the same side of it, I mean, I think I have an iPad that are older than most of the pack youth. Oh my gosh! Yes, me too. So and 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 I mean <laughs> and just speaking from from my kid, I mean I think she picked up the iPad before she picked up a crayon and a pen. And, and they're digital natives now. They're the 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 youth of today live in that technology mm-hmm. world. And for and the Scouts program is great because we unplug that technology, mm-hmm. but we can't ignore all of the technology that we we really should be using to develop that program to research great adventures to research the safety of great adventures and maybe to learn a little bit at our meeting level so that when we do go on these adventures that hopefully are funded by popcorn we can leave behind the technology and you know work work towards the kind of healthy respect of not being not able to use the wi-fi i you still there Yep. Yep. Okay, good. There was a bit of a blip I heard in the audio. Um, I got to just, you know what? We had a Whitetails Council last week, and I just want to run down the list of ideas from the youth because it's like totally that, right? Yeah. I really hope that bacon is in there at some point because our Whitetail Council always (laughs) starts with there'll be bacon for breakfast, right? (laughs) Well, they didn't get quite that specific. (laughs) When we get to the planning of camps, I'm sure that there will be copious bacon. Very <laughs> every camp I've been on ever. Um, but like, here's some of the ideas and you know, it's unfortunate. This is like, these are beaver scouts. So unfortunately some of these, I don't think I'm actually gonna be able to get approval to do, mm. um, but just bear with me. Zip lining. Camping. So much fun. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Can I awesome. take five year old zip lining? I'm not sure. I gotta, mm. I gotta send my ASM a note. Yep. Um, <laughs> she listened to the podcast. Hi Regan. Um, Camping. Let Ashley know. (laughs) Uh, Camping, tent or cabin. Yes, they can do that. They can totally do that. Hiking, anywhere in or out of the city, they can totally do that. Building snow forts or shelters. Well, we're going to have to wait a few months, but totally. We did that last year. It was so much fun. We we had a window. We had lucked out that the one day we got snow was on a Tuesday night. Beaver night. Perfect building. I'm like. It was fantastic. We are building. 
with the snow. It was phenomenal. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and obviously the- we don't have to worry about the snow window quite as much around here. Yeah. We, yeah. we haven't necessarily had the best winters the last couple of years. So we'll see. Continue on with yes. your list. Continue totally list. Stealing. Building <laughs> things with Lego or something else of that nature. And actually I got a couple of really great contacts for like Lego focused activities. Awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah. Stem all the way. No. They make a conductive Lego block now. I know. Well, I loved have, it. They have they have the conductive blocks. Lego Mindstorms, of course, has existed for years, but now and the name of it eludes me just off the top of my head. I saw it at the Lego store when I was there a couple of weekends ago. Um, but it's basically Mindstorms, but simplified. Cool. Uh, the name of it eludes me, but anyways, yeah, Lego has like a much more simplified younger kid focused version of, of Mindstorms, the programmable awesome. stuff. Anyways, moving on. Um, buildings with Lego. Climbing wall night. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to take beavers wall climbing, but I'll double check. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, I can? Okay, good. Yep. Talk to Where your ASM. I forget their name, but shout out to them. Yes, Regan, you can. Please. Regan, or definitely. In Ontario, Regan and Ontario, yes, we have. Okay, I'll double check. And of course, yep. I have to find a climbing wall facility that we're partnered with, but that's neither here nor there. That's another podcast. Um, making new friends with other beaver colonies. Gosh, these kids are awesome. Fantastic. Yep. Capture the flag or field games. You steal my heart. Whoever suggested that, you steal my heart. (laughs) Cooking or baking, we're actually fortunate that one of our meeting halls, because we have a Monday group and a Tuesday group, the Tuesday group where they meet actually has a full kitchen. The Monday group meets in a school. We don't have that, but I'm sure I can Mm. contrive something. Yeah. Um, I think that just ties into outdoor skills and a linking event with some scouts and vents to help them to do some uh, propane stoves or whatever it is so beavers can get out there and do some cooking. That's linking happening. Yep. Last one, though. Make a YouTube video. Oh, that... The audio audio cut out just as you said it. We're in suspense. I'm going to try again. Make a YouTube video. Oh, fantastic. So it's like, I mean, I love this list because it's that perfect fusion, right? It's like so much outdoorsy activity or like the physical stuff. Um, like, I mean, zip lining and climbing walls are obviously, they tend to, they, they, zip lines can be outdoors or indoors. Climbing walls tend to be indoors. Um, yeah. But like, you know, a lot of outdoorsy stuff, opportunities for scout craft and like some OAS skill development. And then right smack dab in the middle of it, a couple of like really strong STEM stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So I have a solution for your zip lining because sometimes we need to think outside the box on how we can make the adventures happening. So we may not be able to do full zip lining on what we think zip lining is, but I would challenge them to do a balloon rocket zip lining. So attach a balloon to a straw that is run, has a string running through the straw, blow up the balloon and see who can zip line their balloon the furthest down the straw. Balloon zip lining. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Gonna actually write that right into the uh, notes because I can. <laughs> the uh, the other thing that uh, actually speaking of STEM, the thing that we did with our colony, um, we made a conductive. Le- uh, what was it? Play-Doh. Yeah, conductive and insulating Play-Doh. Ooh. And with, so every every beaver brought in a nine volt battery. And uh, we had a whole bunch of LEDs. And so the, the conductive Play-Doh was one color and the insulating Play-Doh was another color. Nice. We didn't, we didn't tell them anything. We didn't tell them how it was made or anything. We didn't even tell them 
Um, we just kind of said, start building with it and kind of just see what happens. I think it took the first beaver maybe five minutes and the LED lit up. And then, of course, everybody looked over and and then it just went like wildfire. And then they nice. were trying to figure out, well, how do we get this? Why isn't the red stuff working? But the green stuff is working. And and then we kind of started to pitch the question, well, what what's different about them? I mean, other than the color. And so they started tasting it. And they started tasting, well, one was really salty and the other one was really sweet. And so that we started talking about kind of a little bit of a, a high level on electricity. Nice. I like that. That's good. Um, my major STEM victory last year was programming. This wasn't with beavers. This was with cubs. Cool. Um, but I, uh, I had bought, <laughs> talking about subscription boxes earlier, <laughs> I had bought a bunch of boxes from a company called Bitsbox, B-I-T-S-B-O-X. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think I've heard of them. Yep, they're awesome because um, they're, basically it's a very stripped down form of JavaScript is really all it is. And it's, you do it in a web browser, right? So, you know, um, our cubs met at an elementary school and I have really great rapport with the school admin. So they happily granted us access to their fleet of Chromebooks. Oh, perfect. Um, and, you know, like for kids who were, it was, it was a public school. So for kids who attended it or any other public school in the city, they already had logins on the Chromebooks. For kids who attended... Oh, I think we lost you again. Oh, no. Anyways, was just saying, uh, so the Chromebooks, right? The, um, it was a public school. So any kids who attended that or any other public school. No, I think we've lost our, lost our audio Audio. here. Have we lost audio entirely? We, we have lost some audio, but, um, we're, we're also running out of some time. I'm, uh, I have a a young girl that needs to be picked up from work in 10 minutes. So I think, uh, Oh, all right. We'll save this story I, I for another time. We've already been going for like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, we're... Uh, it, it, it is. And, and I'm telling you, the scorn of being late is not worth it. Oh, say <laughs> more, say more. I know, I know, I know. It's, it's a thing. In um, terms... But I've enjoyed our time and awesome, being able yeah. to talk popcorn. And I don't know in your council or in your area or province, popcorn hasn't always been the most positive or enthusiastically talked about uh, scouting topic. And I know here in Battlefields Council, we are starting to see a turn in a momentum. So I know we're excited about a very positive and hopefully a very successful 2017 popcorn campaign. And we certainly do appreciate you uh, inviting us onto the podcast to talk all things popcorn. Oh, well, thank you. And you know what? This has actually been invaluable for me because this has like totally made me rethink my strategy for how I'm going to present popcorn to the group. So this is good. This is really, really good. And I hope that anybody else listening is, you know, has been taking the same notes that I have or similar notes to what I have because a lot of great information. Thank you so, so much. Oh, no worries. No worries. And I think that the, one of the one of the big things that came out of the survey that we talked about at the beginning was the communication um, on, on all levels, from group to area, area to council, council to national. And, and it, I know I, from council to national level, there's excellent, excellent communication. Um, I mean, I've, I've called a few times with, with questions relayed up from the area level, and the answers come instantaneously. So if, if, if there's questions out there, definitely flag them and and let them be known because they are getting answered very very quickly and there's there's definitely um a lot of support and a lot of interest in turning popcorn around and making it kind of a flagship fundraiser again awesome all right 
Well, again, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast and for sharing all of this information. I, I know it's going to be valuable for a lot of people. Thank you to everyone out there for listening. And until next time, be prepared.